Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again for this prediction episode yep. of North Texas and SMU is Colin Mitchell. Colin, are you ready to make some predictions? I am. I am ready to make some predictions. Are you sure? You sure this is this is a big game? Now, UTEP was the tune-up game. Is it a big game? Week. Is it? Every year, I, I'm told this thing's the biggest game. Well, of, it's a of big game. Time. It, it 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 can be a big game. How about that? How about that? It can be a huge are, are game. You, are we are we only saying it can be a good, uh, or it can be a big game or a huge game? Because if they win, it's like beating Arkansas in 2018. Yes. All right. 100. If they win, the trajectory of this season, if they win, goes from like this. To like this, and then we're on, the moon. Beat we're on the moon at that point, Colin. Then, then they're on the SMU's the best team they play on the, the entire year. That's true. think about it. That is Memphis, true. like, I love um, UAB. Like, this is this is the Super Bowl, all right? The Safeway Bowl. This, and <laughs> I still hate that nickname. I've said it for awful, so long. Awful nickname. Like, people just, I mean, I understand the concept. It's the only thing that we have. It's because, like, hey, then we'll play them anywhere. We'll play them in a, the parking lot of a Safeway. That's not a cool origin story. What's the last time you've seen a Safeway? <laughs> There's some Win Dixies around here. But and it's not a Safeway. You need to call know, the Win Dixie like, Bowl. If, that's what I'm saying. If Win Dixies are more popular than Safeways at this point, I feel like we should just. Give it a, someone set the like, needs like, to go like, in. Feel like it's gotta be like the 7-Eleven bowl. I was gonna say set the <laughs> needs to go in and just say something different, like the Costco bowl. We'll yeah. play them on we'll play them I, at Costco. I can't tell you. Line. I think feel like the last time I saw a Safeway, I was in Michigan and I've lived in Texas 10 years. So I don't even know if they're even Michigan. I just I've maybe I've just never seen a Safeway. Let's see where the nearest Safeway is. This I've, is just a, I have to do it now. I've never seen one, I don't think, in, in my life. That's that's what I'm trying to think, but that's what I'm saying. We we need a new nickname, Seth Latrell. It's on you. After you win, be like, you know, we'll play him anywhere next. We'll play him next week in, in the parking lot of a Costco. There you go. That's all you can say. So I'm assuming from your research that there's not a safe way in existence anymore. You know, their store locator is not not turning up any results. But this there's 910 of them in the U.S. Apparently, I don't know That's if my map. I don't know if my map's messed up. No, they're probably all they're all in Michigan. Oh, sorry. There are no locations near McKinney, Texas. All right. Well, there you go. Um, but the Safeway Bowl, um, the the record's like thirty-four to six to SMU. But that yeah. one, I keep I keep telling Billy, Billy and Body of on three uh, SMU. I keep telling him that twenty eighteen game will trump any SMU win from the past three four years. Like those past three wins for SMU don't even matter because I still have that twenty eighteen one that I will hold on to at least for another two or three years. Like that'll get me through. That one is worth like six losses to me. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> to, to me, to me it is. That was a, a pinnacle moment for this program. Was it not? I mean, considering I don't really remember it in terms of like, until you brought it up, like it doesn't You don't matter. remember beating SMU 43? No, I, re- like I, re- I remember it, but like there's and a then, lot of, and then there was a lot a of later, asterisks. SMU had a new coach, like, Remember Ben Hicks for SMU? Ben Hicks, yeah, exactly. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, um, so any if that's what's at stake here, if North Texas could beat SMU, it doesn't have to be by a lot. It can be by one, one point. I don't care. If North Texas beats SMU, the trajectory of the season is on a different level. We're talking conference championship level. 
we're talking a completely different team at this point if they beat SMU. Man, you are optimist today, huh? I'm not. I'm saying what is what, what the potential is. Do you gr- disagree with me that if they no, beat yeah, SMU, just, that just, that's I what... I just didn't know you for hypotheticals. Okay, but are you just... Okay, here's what I think you are. I think right now you just don't even believe it to be any possibility that North Texas wins, that because... you're not going to entertain this. They're only an 11-point dog, Colin. Northwestern beat Nebraska as a 13-and-a-half-point dog. There's... Come on now. This is this is not that unrealistic. I think getting the I did Billy's podcast. Shout out to Billy. Uh, went on his podcast for uh, SMU. Don't listen to the end of it, North Texas fans. Well, we're gonna make a prediction here as well. But the way he said it was like, you know, SMU. I expect SMU to take care of business. I'm like, it's an 11 point spread here. This is not some FCS school. All right, North Texas will compete in this game at least for the first okay. time. Okay, I have a question for you. Go ahead. Sorry, I ramble. SMU. North Texas beat them in 2018. Yeah. Before that, I believe it was 2013. The record is what? 36 and 6. Is that what like, you said it yeah, was? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. What makes you think that this North Texas team that we still have question marks after UTEP is going to beat an SMU team that is well, probably a lot better than the team that they beat in 2018? Here's the thing. I'm not predicting them to win and I'm I don't I'm I don't put the percentage winning at like they're not like I don't even. They probably have like a fifteen percent chance of winning, right? Okay. So it's just okay, 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 okay. Wait, stop. So when was the last time you and I have gotten up here and talked about the potential of winning when they have a fifteen percent chance of doing it? But, but I think they're being written off way too easily here. I don't think it's a writ. It's it's being by written you off. and no. by Billy. No, 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 no. SMU still has to play a game. Like like you said, this isn't an <laughs> FCS like yes. FCS school. But North Texas is not the same caliber as SMU. I agree. So what I are agree. we doing here? I just I, I want to make sure everybody understands that North Texas has everyone a has understood this. I don't think I don't think that's true. Everybody, I don't has think understood that's this. true. I don't think that's true. I don't okay. think that's true. Every North Texas. If I started this podcast, this. I started this podcast and I said, "Well, if North Texas wins," and you're like, "If if North Texas wins, they're not going to win." I think that you said that verbatim, and so here I am trying to prove to to uh, prompt you into there being a possibility that they could win that's all i'm trying to say they have a possibility of winning every game bruni all right but but okay so that's all i was trying to say is if they win it changes the trajectory of the season that's all i'm trying to say do you agree with that yes okay i just want to remind everybody that last year they lost 35 to 12 so it was a different game different team Different team. Austinani is a year older. Changes. Austinani wasn't able to start that game, or he did start, but he Ruder had more. I think Ruder Ruder got a lot. Yeah, I think Ruder might have started actually. Twenty twenty, they lost by thirty points. Sixty five. Well, actually, and Tommy Bush got hurt in the first half of that. Okay, okay. That's an asterisk. Sixty five, thirty five, twenty twenty. COVID. Forty nine, twenty seven, twenty nineteen. 2018, The win we all remember was when Mason went off. 2017, 54-32. We're, we're averaging like a 26-point loss right now. Not pretty. Year over year. Okay, you know, I, Alec, Alex Morris? That yeah. Alec Morris? Yes. That was the 34-21 game where I was, you know, young freshman thinking that they were about to do something. That's when Mason Fine came in, right? Was that that game? When they no, were getting blown the out? Game. It was the game after. Okay, well, it was, the, it was. I think. Okay. Maybe, maybe you're right. Well, Regardless, let's... all I'm saying... 
is that until North Texas proves itself, we shouldn't be sitting up here talking about a possibly season-changing win when both of you and I came up here after UTEP saying we saw some things, but UTEP's also probably not good. It's true. You're right. So You're right. so I do not want to hear any this is not this is not a team that came into the season vying for a conference championship where we're going, what if they beat Arkansas? Because that's that's warranted. They did it, they beat Arkansas. Mm-hmm. But we can't sit up here and go, this Osnani team, who we thought maybe through the first quarter, or sorry, yeah, first quarter of the UTEP game, maybe should have put Grant Gunnell in. We cannot sit here and even say the potential. We should say what they need to do, but I don't think we should sit up here and talk about the hypotheticals of them possibly winning a game against a team on a completely different caliber than them. Okay. All right, we won't. We won't. That's I don't want that. No, I don't want the I don't want this fluff piece. We won't then, Colin. We won't. We won't. We won't Listen, talk about the potential. Maybe it's because you got your North Texas shirt on. Are you okay? Is that is, is that what nice this shirt. is? Look at this. It is. I wish I had it. That. I mean, you can you can order it, Colin. It's not like I did anything special. I'm literally no, but like, but like I've worn the same six, clothes seven like, hours away from. I've you. worn this. I've worn the same clothes like eight years in a row. So let's be honest. I, I don't. I know. <laughs> and you haven't made your bed in eight years either, according to the comments on YouTube. Anyways. Let's move on. We just okay. had a tangent argument here. I, I know. <laughs> I said I told Colin before we get on twelve minute podcast. Get in. We're ten minutes in. Get out. First ten minutes are debating whether North Texas can win the game. <laughs> but I think that's good. I think it's good. Um. All right. Real quick. I'm. I'm not going to get too deep into the weeds of SMU because I don't know a ton about SMU. I know the gen- the generalities of that. They, they had a quarterback battle with Preston Stone and Tanner Mordecai. Tanner Mordecai wins the quarterback job. Both those guys are very, very good. Yeah. Um, Mordecai is going to um, be a huge problem. Um, I asked Billy for like some bullet point notes on the team just to make sure I had the right image. And I do. I mean, the quarterback and the receivers for SMU are going to be great. As always, we know they always have, whether it's Prochet or Rice, you got Gray. I mean, they got, they've always had dudes and it's no different this year. So the past game is going to be tough. Um, and then, I think that's probably where the over under is at like 68 and that seems really high. But again, if like you, like you read, you read the numbers, that's when you put up like 40 every time they play North Texas. And so that's why it's like, why is that going to be different this year? I don't know if it will be. I, John Davis, I, I don't know his status yet, but I'm hoping he's back, hoping he's good. Him and Deshaun Gaddy at corner is good, but you know, like you're just playing a different level of quarterback and receiver and talent position guys here. So um that's what i'm looking for on that end um he did say one question mark is the tight end and then the offensive line was you know working itself out a bit so um offense what are you looking at for north texas defense going into this game anything any player uh anything in particular north texas defense i need to see just overall as a team gets the quarterback i need to see some kind of pressure i mean obviously like i said they got a few hits on uh quarterback hits on uh utep um, but there was nothing convincing where I was like, okay, they can stop. They can stop a good team. So I think that's that's what I want to see. Um, I think the corners did pretty well, um, considering, I guess, although we haven't seen them against receivers like SMU has. So yeah. um, I would say pass rush first, and then we go into the secondary and see what they're really made of. Yeah. Um, yeah. The defensively for SMU, um, he said the defensive line, especially in the interior, is elite. So I, I think that kind of matches up all right with North Texas 
where North Texas, as you know, we trust Manasseh mostly in that offensive line to to a degree, Gabe Blair and guys like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be kind of where this game is won on the offensive line, especially with the run game North Texas has. Uh, I mean, that's kind of my – I think that's my biggest point in every single game, and that's what we talked about last podcast is yeah. you have to establish the run if you're North Texas. You have to use those four backs and then hope Austin Ani can make some plays off of that. So that's going to be my whole thing. For that and then uh the only question the question mark he has is in the secondary which i've heard him say before the secondary for smu um has some question marks in it so we'll see if maybe bush or if jay get jire shorter back i don't know his status but if they get shorter back burns uh jake roberts if they can maybe take advantage of it but it all comes down to if austin Ani can make the throws anyways so that's that's that anything for north texas offense you're looking for uh i mean same old same old i mean I, I, I will make this a bigger theme um, is I think this is almost their tryout for the new conference um, in terms of how we think they can match up next year. Um, or is this two years from now? I again the so next, many next, next year, year. next year, yeah. next year. Yeah. Um, so I think that I just want to see some production. It doesn't have to be crazy. I just want to see it to where, okay, North Texas can recruit these guys, they can coach them up, and they can play against better competition because that's what they're going to have to do. So I would I would just look at it as a can they can they play the next tier of opponent um, in terms of the whole offense. I'm not really looking for anything specific. Obviously, Ani's always going to have his question marks with his accuracy, uh, but overall, I just want to see some production. Yep. All right, Colin, let's get to our over unders. Um, let me pull up the list here. Um, I believe you're up four to two. Four to two, four to two on on the year. Yeah. So congratulations so far, but long ways to go. Um, I let you get one of the over-unders this week since I did all the work, leg work mm. last time. Mm. Um, do you want to start with yours? You want to go to Sure, my... sure, sure, sure. Go uh, I'm going to say over-under 10 carries for Oscar Attaway. You, you go first. I'm going to go under. I think there's a reason why he didn't have over 10 against UTEP. It's seven last week, right? It was six or seven, yeah. yeah. And um, Adai led the way. I think that continues. There's no reason not to have him, you know, continue doing well. Obviously, you and I both said Oscar obviously looks like the different running back, you know, in that in that running back room. But I think that they just kind of ride the wave. Uh, and it, this is a you know committee running back room. So I would say I'm going to say under. That's a that's a good over under right there, Colin. Um, I, I think. There might have been some hesitancy with come him coming off an injury, you know. And if he is 100%, this is the game you unleash him. This is the game you're like, all right, we'll give, you know, these other guys their six carries, but Adaway is going to get the 17 carries this game instead yeah. of the die. Like, this is the game we unleash him. And for that reason, I'm going to say over. I think he hits 11, 12, 13, somewhere in that range. Um, I still think it's going to be committee mostly, but – you have to have your best players on the field here. This just, there's no other way of wording it. And to me, maybe the coaches see it differently. Maybe the coaches see them all as the same or see I O yeah. is the best back. I see Oscar Adaway is the best best back. So I'm going to go over with that one. I'm going to write this down. M all over right. C under. What do you got? All right. Um, over under, uh, over under Austinani. <laughs> is this going to be a weekly thing over under Austinani? Like every time? <laughs> Actually, no. Okay. Well, I had a different one written down, but now I, I wanted to do Austin Ani. So, uh, over Let's under do three, then. Let's do three. Throw Austin's out there. What do you have? Okay. Over Austin's over under 
1.5 touchdown passes. Under. He gets one. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think the running game will finish Yeah, I think I anything think... anything within the red zone, they're just going to throw it. I mean, it's just going to be running backs. They're just going to hand it off to the running backs. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under there as well. I mean, he did that three last week though, Colin. We that it's don't sleep, sleep. I'm okay. trying not to sleep. Um, how loud is my typing on this when I am typing? I don't. I don't hear it really. Oh, but there you go. Um, all right. Next is North Texas defense over mm-hmm. under point five interceptions. Under. So zero, I guess. Any any. Uh, yeah, dang. That's tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna say under two. I'm not I'm not optimistic. I'm not optimistic. Man, it's um, kind of boring. Then, we all got the same answers except for Oscar Attaway. And then Colin, well, this it's a season long thing. All right, we don't have to every single one. Uh, have I'm just answers here. Uh, what was my other one? Jake Roberts over under three and a half receptions. Over. All right, I have under, so that's good. I I just I think SMU watched that game and was like, okay, Austin Ani's just throwing to Jake Roberts. <laughs> make make Austin Ani throw to somebody else. <laughs> and Jake Roberts, Rod Burns, like make him take a shot over the top, make him do something difficult yeah. with his reads. Uh I'm gonna say under, you say over. Okay. Getting that down. All right, you want to get into your score prediction while I write this down? You already have yours, so hit yours first. I'm still thinking. All right. Do you remember what mine was from the from the? Leave. I mean, you want me to just say it for you? Podcast. It was a uh, 3827. No, 35, no, no. 3527. Yeah. 3527 SMU. Explain that to me, please. Um, I don't think North Texas offense will break 30. I think that's a pretty safe assumption. I just even if North Texas clicks to a degree, like. They're going to click because their run game. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be explosive plays, really, maybe besides one or two. Um, red zone efficiency is kind of scary to me, even though they did pretty well against UTEP. I have to see it against SMU. Overall, I, j- I don't see North Texas breaking 30, and I think that's what you have to do to be- to win this game. I don't think you win this game 24-21, 28-24. Like, SMU is going to put up 28 minimum minimum so uh i see smu getting a 35 and north texas playing pretty well which you know covering the spread for what it's worth those gamblers out there uh 27 35 it's all bernie cares about now is a pretty (laughs) yes it is it's true louisiana has changed me uh but yeah i'm gonna go 35 27 uh smu man go ahead pick north texas to win i'm not at all do it I'm going 40 21. I don't even know how they hit 40. I don't even know what, how that number happens. I just, I, I was looking through the a schedule and I saw the number 40. So I'd probably go like, I guess, if we want to go like, <laughs> what would it be? 41. 41. Yeah. So we'll go 41. 41 21. 21 SMU. Right. Listen, man. I'll explain myself. I feel like I feel like I have like a death wish after saying that we shouldn't even be talking about them winning. Um, go ahead, go ahead. Both uh, more material. Yeah, I'll just. Yeah, honestly, that's good. That'd be good. Um, maybe they'll That'd come on. Um, no, I mean, listen, we we know this SMU year after year, 
is always the better team. And it's not because of, it's not because North Texas is, uh, what's the word? Playing below their expectations. It's just that SMU is in a better conference. They get better players. And this quote unquote rivalry. Yeah. You know, there's the North Texas SMU hate for the schools, but in terms of football, as we talked about North Texas, has six wins out of like 40 games. So, uh, I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. Um, obviously I think, like I said, this is a tryout for next year, but I still think North Texas isn't able to do, they're going to, I think they're going to look similar to they did against UTEP. They're going to get some good throws and stuff in there, but they're not going to be able to stop an offense like SMU just because they haven't seen it. They're not going to see anything like that the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, and this is where it kind of gets uh, just to real quick, talk to your point. If they do get blown out by three touchdowns or more, it's not going to feel great going into next year where you're going to be in the same conference as them. Like it's one thing. No, when- it's not. And, and like I said, that's, that's the tryout, right? Like, and it's, and I think we're going to leave this. Here's another point. I didn't think finish your thought first and I'll bring it up. Sorry. No, I was just going to say like UAB, UTSA, Western Kentucky, you look at good teams in conference USA over the years North Texas never felt like they're out of reach of those teams. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you go to the conference with SMU and even if the rest of the conference, you know, with, with Houston leaving and UCF leaving, like you still have other good conferences and Tulane and Tulsa and quality teams there. You, it's going to feel like it's out of reach to a degree. You know, if those are teams that SMU again. lost to last year, SMU yes. lost to Tulane last year. They lost to, I believe, they lose to Memphis last year as well. Um, yeah, I mean, you're talking. Yeah, they lost to Memphis. Yeah. So uh, again, you're talking about SMU being your conference mate next year, and yeah, I've never felt the way that I do with a conference USA team as we feel currently with SMU, and yep. that's the concern. Is that's why I agree with you in saying it's a, a tryout year, quote unquote, uh, or tryout game rather, not because you have to win, but because you have to show yourself as an athletic department, as a football program, we're not that far. And I think they've done a, as we've talked about Latrell and them have done a good job talent, uh, acquiring talent over the years. Um, and with that being the case, SMU has continued to acquire talent as well. Like the recruiting classes have both of their recruiting classes have gone up year after year, pretty much. And now it's going to be about on the field. Can you make it look like you are in the same conference as them? Yeah. Um, and just to clarify earlier, they didn't uh, lose to Tulane. They beat Tulsa, or they lost to Tulsa. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you lose to Tulsa, thirty-five, thirty-one. Uh, Houston, who North Texas has played recently, they lost forty-four, thirty-seven. This is SMU, by the way. Um, Memphis, they played them later this year, twenty-eight, twenty-five. So, like you said, they're out of reach. Now, the point I wanted to bring up is this: is this almost also a tryout for Seth? Like, is, is, is the athletic well, department going to look at this game? This entire season is a tryout for the, Seth. The season, yes. But is this game weighted a lot more, or would you say significantly more, than other games? Because, for example, they get to the seven wins, but they lose against all the teams that are better than them, and they don't play up to expectations. You know, lose to SMU, we'll say, by the 20 points that I said. Lose to Memphis by a similar margin. How does that affect it, even if you do win those seven games? I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. It's 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 definitely not the best look if you get blown out by both of those teams and you know you're not competitive at all. Because in theory, this is year what was it, year six? Seven, year six? Seven. Year seven? No way. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Damn. 
something like that yeah all right well, however old we are at this point um it's definitely not not the look you want at this point you want to be competitive and so while i don't think this is i think this speaks more to the program as a whole but obviously latrell is the program right he is the head coach right he is the one getting paid however much he's getting paid to represent this program to recruit to win to be competitive and if you're not competitive against smu in year six seven like what are we doing here you know yeah but also i don't know i think there's a little bit of realist realism in as i don't know how much more latrell could do like besides you know like yeah you could have taken them to uh a conference championship or something like that over the years but with North Texas resources improving, the recruiting still being solid, they're being in a good uh, area. I think I don't think this game says as much about Latrell as it does the entire football program, if that makes sense. I agree and disagree. I, I would say yes. Um, Seth is obviously the figurehead, but you also need a scapegoat in the sense that North. We talked about earlier. You know, we always you've always felt like North Texas has been in reach of those good teams. They've been in reach of UAB. They've been in reach of FAU when they had Lane Kiff and they've been in reach of Western, but they've never surpassed them, which they've been expected to probably more years than not under Seth. Right. I mean, would you, wouldn't you say um, they get blown out that conference championship games at FAU. They haven't won a bowl game. Mason finds senior seasons, you know, wasted for lack of a better term. I think that although yes, you're not going to look at this game and go, well, I really would have liked to see, you know, a three-point game or something like that. But also, if you only win seven games and you're not competitive against the two teams that are going to be in your conference next year, is this the peak of what – is this just what, what this team is I, under Seth? I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. you, <laughs> Because the schedule is the way the schedule is, where it's like you beat up on FIU, who barely beat Bryant last night. Like, they legitimately yeah. almost lost to Bryant. Yeah. Like, UNLV is an awful team. Texas Southern, like – La Tech has a down year. Rice, like you're gonna beat up on those bad teams for five wins, and... year after year. Yeah, which, so which like... they've done, you know. Yeah, so I, I get I get what you're saying. That's an interesting point. But every year, these this SMU game brings up storylines that I I don't know. It's like we said, if they win, it changes everything. If you lose, while it doesn't, it feels expected almost that you lose. To, to, to fans even i think at this point it still has implications on with the american athletic conference in the wings for next year so yeah all right we done we good i think so that's that's all i have all right that was a good 12 minute podcast there colin good 26 job. minutes man the first 12 were spent on me just yelling at you yeah and you were texting me earlier like can we do this earlier like oh i'm I'm in a rush and i was like okay sure well i, I was in a rush i was just i didn't say that actually i said hey can we do this in 10 minutes instead and you go that's all i said that's all yeah, i said I, I know there was don't 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 twist my words apparently apparently we we're not in a rush so there you go um yeah friday we'll probably try to do these on friday every friday um uh, probably try to do them a little earlier next time yeah um but kind of lost track of when we were supposed to do these things honestly I mean, it's, 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 yesterday it's, was my first day. It's because like, Bruni's a new man now. On three. On three. <laughs> I never want to. You got to make that a gift now. On you got to make that a gift. So Wait, do I have you... A... you had three. You had it this way. So it was like three on. 
Yeah. On three. It's, it's this way. On three. There you go. Uh, you were, I yeah, don't know. I don't hold on. I don't know what you remind me of, but you remind me of a commercial which just cycles through a bunch of people and they're all just going on three. I don't. It, I mean, they don't actually do on three, but it's like something yeah. else, and they're like on three, on three, on three, on three. All right. Well, there you go. Um, I'm not going to plug my LSU site over here, but hope you enjoyed the podcast. Leave us a like. Uh, our last one did really well, Colin. Our last uh, video and uh, podcast has done really well. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. Uh, we're getting positive feedback, which is always good. Facebook, Let's Spotify. See. Have you used? Have you po- been posting on Facebook, Colin? Every week. I will you say, haven't. not a lot of likes out there except for my own. So I'm gonna need y'all to <laughs> hop out there. Hey man, we're getting we're getting some views on here. Bruni told me Bruni told me to post to Facebook, and I haven't seen the activity. Well, you know? I don't know. Bruni said I think Facebook. We need, we, we need to do that promotional thing where Bruni. it's like you know we pay like five dollars to have it spammed out to people. You, I'm just gonna start you, cold calling people. Is that, what, is that what you consider our content? Spam. All right, Colin, we're ending this podcast. We're done. We're done. We're ending this. All right. Thank you all for joining us. Leave us a five-star rating review wherever you're listening. Um, subscribe on, on YouTube. Shout out. We're at 80 subs on YouTube now. Get us to 100, and Colin will do five push-ups on the air. Um, and we appreciate you all for I joining us. I can easily do those now. All right. So All right. Not... Man, I remember the good old days where you couldn't do one. Good times. Good times. Not even an assisted one. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, We'll see you all.